Hello, beloved. Welcome to Christ Mind Podcast with your host, A.D. Rose, a.k.a. Lexi, where we come together to shape our minds to become more like Christ. I am so excited to have you here with me. I'm very, very honored and grateful that you decided that you wanted to start this journey with me and to shape your mind like Christ and to um, even take in any of what I have to say into consideration. I am very much appreciated of it um and welcome i can't wait to start this and happy new year's 2024 we're still going strong if we made it this far despite of probably the mistakes and chaos and people we've most likely lost in our lives whether that be because of death or maybe just because it's just paths in life you know we're here and we made it and that's sometimes we have to just take time to just say we made it through the year because we get focused on okay now I need to do better this year I need to set these goals and set these uh, resolutions and all these things and have these high expectations for ourselves rather than just sitting and being like okay I am here I made it to 2024 because again there was a lot of people who did not make it to this year um and so we just got to be grateful for that. So I'm so grateful that you're here. I'm grateful you made it. And I'm just going to be praying that this year is prosperous for you. And I hope to contribute to that as you, um, if you do like this video or this audio to podcast, sorry, this episode to keep listening and um, give me a try on trying to help you out with your mind, which is kind of, I feel like the only thing we all have in common, we can all agree on is that like, our minds are chaos <laughs> and if you can't agree on that because your mind's so peaceful um give me some tips <laughs> okay so we will go through a five-part series called you are where we will humble ourselves look at biblical suffering talk about the battle of the mind um god's gifts and god's purpose for us and his people as you can tell from the title the first you are is pretty humbling within itself the overall message if you're wanting to take notes because what my leader in the other church i was going to with my dad said um what did you say <laughs> note takers are history makers um the note is is it's going to you can put um humbling ourselves which means the flesh the mind our pride um before god and understand god is never never the problem we are or the enemy but or other people but he is never the problem so let's get into prayer real quick and then let's jump into the episode the topic of the episode in the name of the father son and the holy spirit our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil amen hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee blessed art thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen Dear Father Jesus Christ, I just thank you so much for having us here today, for bringing these wonderful souls into my life into, um, and having me be in their ear as we journey through this today, God, Father, God, and I just thank you so much for breath, for life, for this year, 
for the year before, for the year ahead. You're going to bless us in miraculous ways, Father, and I just know it, and I have the faith and belief that there's truth behind it, supernatural truth, Father. And I just pray over this um, episode that my mind remains in you, my spirit remains in you. I humble myself, they humble themselves, and we become united together as we learn to become more like you and to learn more of the tools that is necessary to battle the chaoticness, the chaotic thoughts of our minds, Father. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay, so according to pureflex.com, humility in the Bible is presented as the practice of meekness, meekness, obedience to God, respect of self and others, submissiveness, and modesty. In James 4, 6, it states, but you, but he gives us more grace. That is why scripture says God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. So there's this one thing that we have to overall understand before we even get in grips of trying to bring Jesus into our daily walk in our lives is humbleness and understanding that Pride is nowhere in his vocabulary of what he will ever want for our lives. He completely wants humbleness, humility. That is what he strives for. Pride is in him, is the enemy to God. He does not appreciate it. He does not stand for it. And so, and obviously as human beings, we have flesh and flesh is just complete pride. And we have to walk daily Um, suppressing the urges to be prideful towards his people, towards him, and towards ourselves, and towards our situations in our daily life. Um, Sorry, guys, I'm making sure that I have my notebook handy-dandy over here, and I've got to make sure I am doing this correctly. (laughs) Okay, sorry. So how you choose to think about your situations, someone else's situations, or the world's situation will affect your actions ahead or while you're in the situation so i brought two examples so there can be things that seem not that bad um could feel world ending if you don't hold your thoughts captive to christ um meaning you know i mean if you struggle with anxiety such as myself it is not hard to think about the little things that you obsess about daily and your mind will just go on talking like just go on a loop for like 30 minutes on it's just like ridiculous and these things that just seem like world ending to us they're not that big of a deal and it says in 2 corinthians 10 3 through 5 for although we are in the flesh we do not battle according to the flesh for the weapons of our battle are not of flesh but are enormously powerful and capable of destroying fortresses we destroy arguments and every pretension raising itself against the knowledge of god and take every thought captive in obedience to christ so the how you're going to be able to successfully um encounter pride and battle it successfully and win is by obedience your pride doesn't want to be obedient especially to christ because he acts for humility and that's just again that's just usually not what we first 
want to do is be humbled or be um yeah be humbled um but we must hold every single thought captive to christ so all the thoughts that we end up going into a whole loop about we are supposed to grab them you know of course we we get lost in them but when you when you're aware because the enemy will help you or not sorry the spirit of the holy spirit will help you become aware to these things if you ask him to um he will show you hey you're getting in that loop again and you can take it and say no what is this is this is this producing anything that god wants for me is this in his will is these holy thoughts is this the spirit is this the holy spirit truly guiding me into something and like giving me heart convictions or is this condemnation from the enemy or condemnation from myself or shameful thoughts any of those thoughts you need to take captive and have them obey to christ the other example i have on this um standpoint is things that are a big deal can feel like nothing if we're not aware of our thought cycle um personally for me um when i get very anxious i tend to i tend to my like mind gets acts tired it stays away from any of like my real life stuff like reality like around people and i just get locked up into my room and just get i just don't understand the severity of situations there's times where i would not go to work for days because i was just so like in my thoughts and so anxious so avoiding everything in my life so depressed that i just didn't care about what was actually important in my life my thoughts seemed like they were important enough and everything that I was thinking and feeling I had to act on and I had to I believed I had to believe it and you do not have to believe your thoughts and you do not have to believe your feelings sometimes your feelings and your thoughts just like to act a little bit chaotic and they like to lie to you a lot of the times and when we don't sit here and give ourselves accountability and responsibility we tend to follow through with those thoughts and they always lead badly um if we're just letting them run crazy um so you have to change you have the power to change the story victimizing yourself only creates long-term pain and ownership creates short-term pain you have to understand free will and you have to stop blaming god for people's decisions or your own so again the stories that we tell ourselves we have the power to change we do not have to keep telling ourselves oh boohoo um i'm acting this way or i got mad because he said this or she said this that's why i said that they put this in me they did this they evoked this or um my job did this or my manager did this or life is this or da 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 when we keep using excuses of why we react the way we react um i'm sorry to break it to you but no circumstances no people um have or should have the power to bring reactions and if they do it is not on them it is on you of course there's provocation and of course you can't always can stay um can stay uh can stay in a total piece of calmness i mean it takes time but most people can't but again you still have power to not allow them to affect you and if you didn't if you think you don't you're again you're victimizing yourself and thinking that you don't have the power to not let people affect you um i'm a growing process with that but just in this year alone i've really really god has humbled me and really making sure people are not some 
something that I stay up about and and worry about 24-7 because people's thoughts and opinions are completely useless compared to him and what he has for our calling and what he has for our life. And we have to put his thoughts and his and his feelings about us and his ways about us first above anyone else. And when we, because that provides the peace and the calmness that we so, um, we so eagerly want. I hope that makes sense. Um, suffering doesn't mean God is punishing you or against you. That, it, it seems like a lot of people really can't comprehend that they always I always hear like oh like I'm going through this because like God's mad at me right now or because of God I didn't do this so God's punished me for this and just like no he is never punishing you and he's never against you in first Corinthians 10 through 12 through 13 it says therefore whoever thinks he is standing secure should take care not to fall no trial has come to you but what is human god is faithful and he will not let you try sorry he will not let you be tried beyond your strength but with the tail with the trial sorry he will also provide a way out so that you may be able to bear through it or yeah bear through it sorry let me read that again because I feel like I just butchered that and they make no sense. Therefore, whoever thinks he is standing secure should take care not to fall. No trial has come to you but what is human. God is faithful and will not let you be tried beyond, tried beyond your strength. But with the trial, he will also provide a way out so that you may be able to bear through it. In James 1.13, let me bring it up in my Bible because I didn't write that one down. You're hearing it now. You're going to hear me unzip it. (laughs) Um, James 1. James 1. I'm reading that on Saturday. I really have been liking it a lot. Okay. Did I say James 1 or James 4? Oh, goodness. Sorry, guys. thought I was going to be a little bit more put together. At least for more than just five minutes. Okay, let's see. Yes, I said James 1, 13. I can get to it. Okay. James 1, 13. No one, when tempted, should say, I am being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted, cannot be tempted by evil. He himself tempts no one. But one is tempted by one's own desires being lured and enticed by it then when the desire has conceived it gives birth to sin and that sin when it is fully grown gives birth to death do not be deceived my beloved so as you just heard you cannot be tempted by god because he does not tempt he does not do that with evil we tend to get in this mindset that God is like doing things in our lives and like that. That no, He's not doing those evil things. He wants peace for you. He's He's trying. He's on your side. You have to realize that He's on your side. He is never against you. When there's suffering happening, that is to build character. It is never to just laugh in your face and just make you feel like crap. No, He wants you. He wants the best for you. He wants to shape you. He sometimes has to discipline you and because he is your father 
and what does your parents do to you as children to assure that you understand you know that you can't always follow your urges or you can't always do your bad what your thoughts are thinking you know we get disciplined and good disciplined children always are always led right and act right and god wants the same for us and always to be that way um yeah so he could be disciplining you or you might be experiencing the consequences of past sins that he warned us about none of it's punishing you only to guide you um or living out the truth of his word um i always have this like thought of like imagining like a cave and it's dark in the cave and we're um outside we're standing outside and we ask god what's in that cave and he tells us it is not safe there's lions in there they are they could eat you um they will eat you because you're not strong enough to beat them um it's just very dangerous and we tend to think we highlight the whole part we're like wait you said they could kill us though and yeah i might not have i might have a 90 percent chance of dying but there is a 10 percent chance that i won't and we tend to risk it and go in anyways and then when the result happens of what he said we tend to go boohoo and cry and either say why didn't you warn me or we tend to blame the lions or we go through a spiral of shame self-shame and none of those ways are what he wants ever what he wants from you is he would like you even with your scars and all eaten up and bitten up and all this stuff go straight to him back to him bloody and dirty and say father with you know you have to have you know actual grief and you know um repentance ask for repentance and ask for forgiveness or sorry repent and then ask for forgiveness don't ask for repentance he doesn't give you repent he gives you forgiveness you're the one that has to repent because that shows your true sorrow your true grievance um and once you repent truly and confess and pray he will then open your arms and he, I mean, open his arms and his arms were already open to begin with. He would just grab you and he will just hold you and love you like always. And that is how simple that is. That he will do that for you. That's what he wants. He doesn't want you to go blaming other people. He doesn't want you to go blaming yourself. He doesn't want you to go into a spiral of shame to where you're just causing ruckus in the world. No, he wants you to go to him again. Even if you messed up for the hundredth time, go to him again. Repent confess ask for forgiveness and he shall supply it asking you shall receive do not ask for your own gain for personal usage but ask and you shall receive um in hebrews twelve eleven, it says at the time all discipline seems um a cause not for joy but for pain yet it later brings the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who are trained by it so if it's not because of the consequences of your actions, but it's because he's training you to become better, um, that doesn't feel great as well. It feels kind of the same as um, going through the consequences. But with him, 
yes, discipline is hard again, like you said, and it's not a time to be joyful. But because he's disciplining you, he's disciplining you because he knows there's better potential for what you're thinking that you are. You think that you're only this, but he knows that you're greater than that. And he knows your he knows your um, potential more than you can even comprehend. And so when he disciplines you, he's only trying to produce growth out of you. Think about your suffering um, as a what was the word? a workout rather than a just being tortured working out yes it's suffering yes it's painful yes you're like oh oh my gosh i wish i could stop but you just keep going why do you do that because it's going to produce muscle it's going to produce growth it's, it's the discipline it's, it's going to make you healthier it's only going to be producing good things not bad things torture is only torturing just for the heck of it and only just to bring pain and cause pain that's just not how he works that's not what he's doing when he disciplines you he doesn't want you to just be tortured he wants goodness for your life growth out of your life um so yeah so christ is above all he is fully perfect full pure and the definition of love he is lord over our lives and he will conquer over this world that is why we have to humble ourselves because we have to realize that he is the lord over our lives over this world over souls um every now every knee will bow to the name of jesus christ um according to let's see philippians 2 9 through 11 philippians chapter 2 verses 9 through 11 if you didn't know what that meant anyways because of this god greatly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name that at the name of jesus every knee should bend of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that jesus christ is lord to the glory of god the father mm -mm -mm -mm. we love that also read more um read 1 through 18 for more about humility obedience and service in the world as well if you want to um continue on uh on your own time but he can never be the problem when he has been giving us the answers to get us through suffering and how to look at it look at what he told the disciples on how he lived his life read the ten commandments read the great commandment read the beatitudes read his word look at the example of the saints and his church those are all ways to get through your suffering and how to look at it he gives you multiple sources he is not he tells you multiple times in the bible he will never forsake you you are not alone so do not allow the enemy in yourself truly make you believe that you are in this alone that's in, that's literally ludicrous you do not um you are not fighting this fight alone. You are fighting this fight with the power of God, the power of the saints as well, and the prayers that is being prayed for you in heaven. Like you have a heavenly family. If you don't have an earthly family, well, you have a heavenly family. You have Saint Joseph. You have Mary. You have Paul. You have a uh, Peter. You have all the apostles. You have saints. I can literally list for days because they're all from you know they died for christ they're saints they're in heaven all these saints are praying for you on your behalf consistently fighting the good fight with you saint michael the archangel is consistently fighting 
the devils, I mean the demons in the spiritual realm for you. Understand the power of this. Do not forsake this. Do not take advantage of this in the sense of ignore it and and have the enemy make you forget that you have this power, the power of prayer behind you um, from the saints and from God, most importantly. Um, but yeah, you have these things. Again, go look at what he told the disciples and how or how he lived his life in the Gospels and Mark Luth, Mark Luth, <laughs> Mark Luke, uh, John and Matthew. And also read his commandments, read the great commandment, read the Beatitudes, read his word, search up the examples of the saints, find books of the examples of saints. There's so many wonderful saints in the Catholic Church um, that you can, and resources if you just look them up, that you can go to as well. Um, And also, of course, just look at his church. Uh, Go to his church, go to a local church. Um, Well, we'll go on that. Don't go to a local church. I'll help you if you don't go to a church yet. Be guided with God about that. Don't just go to any church because you want to protect your spirit from some churches that might be a little too crazy. But that's another topic that we will talk about. Anyways, suffering is, again, character building and how we um, relate to Christ. In Romans 5, 1 through, 5, 1 through 5, sorry, Romans 5, verse 1 through 5. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access to this grace in which we stand and we boost in our hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we even boost of our afflictions, knowing that afflictions produce endurance and endurance produce character and character produces hope and hope does not disappoint us because the love of God has been poured out into our hope hearts through the holy spirit that has been given to us i'm going to be breaking down that verse those verses and when we go on to biblical suffering and i think videos i mean episode three but that verse is incredible and i encourage you to go read that on your own romans 5 1 through 5 it is so 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 good it's a really really good way of looking at your suffering and to remember this is the whole point of biblical suffering we're not worldly suffering worldly suffering is useless and hopeless and nothing comes out of it biblical suffering gets us closer to christ and closer to the end goal which is to become more like him and to enter the gates of heaven to get your mind like christ you must submit yourself to the father Christ always submitted to the Father, even when he knew he was an equal to the Father. Even when Jesus was experiencing his own agony, he still did what was asked of him, leading him to his greatest suffering, yet greatest glory. In Luke 22, 41-42, After withdrawing about a stone's throw from them and kneeling, he prayed, saying, Father, if you are willing, take this cup away from me. Still, not my will, but your will be done. Mm. That is something that you need to t- say or pray consistently anytime that you do not have full faith that you are going in the direction that God wants you to do or if you are you think that or you were sitting here thinking that 
God wanted you to do something and you are on the brink of doing it and these nerves come up, pray this. Father, if you are willing, take this cup away from me. Still, not my will, but yours be done. Because if he is not willing to take that cup from you, that means it is for you. Get over the nerves and go do what you need to do. It sounds harsh because it sounds too simple, but it's the truth. There's no coddling here. There is just truth here. You need to understand that, yes, you're not going to want to be doing what God wants you to do in God's will. But like he said, still not my will, but your will be done. Because regardless, if we act um, in his will, like we do what we're supposed to do, we might fall out of out of line. Sorry, out of line with it but his will still will be done though and it still will happen so do we want to be a part of his will or do we want to be against his will because his will is going to happen regardless he told us in revelations he's told us even before revelations before he left the disciples that he was coming back and that we need to be prepared and are you prepared and if you're not it's okay because well, it's not okay. That's why I'm here to help you, though. We're going to help you become prepared. You need to, the start of preparing, if you want to do it now, is, again, repent, confess, and ask for forgiveness. That's the best way to prepare. And then go into learning prayer and finding his home and serving his home and learning how to discern his spirit and what he wants for your life and what he wants for you and to deprive yourself from worldly things and worldly thoughts and worldly ways and those are the bases and those aren't easy at all those take time but start if you can if you have the willpower and the mind power to do so do it and even if you don't grow into it I am I'm taking my own advice I need to take my own advice because my mind is a very weak mind at this moment but with christ and with every time i think about him every time i ask the holy spirit just a simple word to saying holy spirit enter in i rebuke the flesh my whole body tends to literally untense itself and just relax and i when i oh i don't know why i'm about to tear up oh when i sit here and i think about the holy spirit i can no longer think about myself you know and i can no longer be about my own thing and every angry thought that i was thinking that was so selfish and every action that i was doing prior that i felt that was justified any time that i get reminded just that thought of holy spirit entering or just ask getting the taking away the pride and just asking for it he comes through in a way that philippians 4 tells us is a peace that suppresses all understanding it makes no sense how quick the peace comes when i ask for him to enter in but i promise you guys i think that's why i'm tearing up because it sounds it's it 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 tends to even when i think about the moment it just feels ludicrous that this is it happened so quickly but when you have the faith and belief and you know how how good he works and how the holy spirit is inside of you but you gotta ask for him to come out because he's a gentleman he won't just you know um push himself on you oh i gotta adjust myself i got really teared up guys wow this is crazy wow on the first video sorry guys let me let me blot let me blot but i'm not using a shirt 
one of my shirts I have hanged up because I'm in my closet. <laughs> okay, sorry guys. Um, I even lost turn of my turn of thought, but oh yeah, that you have to ask for the Holy Spirit, understand the Holy Spirit to um that He will enter and just have the faith of even if you're confused, even if you just don't think that it could happen, he will make it happen. He will calm that anger. He will calm those thoughts. He will give you the peace that suppresses all understanding. I promise. Um, sorry, I lost my train. I lost my place again. No, I think I'm almost done though, which is crazy because I thought it was going to take longer, but I really didn't. <laughs> I love that. And again, I'm not going to try to take up your time. Anyways, okay. Again, you are never above beside. You're always below God. And when your flesh, because it tends to want to do that, it doesn't like the thought of that. It doesn't like the thought of you not being above or beside him but below him when we take when we think of below our flesh is like oh but we're but we're great creatures we're the image of him we're the image of god mm, but you're still below him and because you're still a filthy little thing make mistakes not knowing any better and whether you're my age 22 whether you're younger and 15 or whether you're older in 30s or whether you're older in your 40s and 50s 60s 70s 80s you're still making mistakes and you're still not knowing what to do and you must always humble yourself before the lord and there's no if ands or wants uh, or what's about that we must humble ourselves always rebuke the flesh when it doesn't want that and you're gonna have to do that consistently um but yeah wow that is the end of the video i really hope that i touched i that i said something whether that was one thing or multiple things i don't know what that is in the background i apologize guys what even is that ew like what oh i think it's an airplane oh my gosh it's an airplane i'm meeting it meeting it one second yeah it's an airplane oh well it's about to leave it okay um but yes i hope i said at least one thing just one thing um that really was like okay i can I, it gave you some type of, I don't know, growth. It gave you some type of click, an aha moment. That's what I just pray for every time I do this. There's just an aha moment because anytime I had those aha moments, um, they stuck with me and they went with me somewhere. And I didn't have to, sometimes I didn't even have to write it down. It was just like, a, ooh, it just, mm, that got me. But uh, no, 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 I, I, I lie. Every time I do have an aha moment, I do write it down yep because i have to make sure that i go back to it that's why i encourage you to write notes because again if my aha moments a lot of them are what i'm even telling you and the vault and the wisdom i'm able to give you is because of those aha moments it's a collective um it's a collectiveness of those aha moments um the wisdom and the knowledge that i grow and get to give to you guys um so if you got an aha moment for me write it down and I'm grateful and I'm thankful that God was able to use me in any way possible to do that for you. And just, again, humble yourself. Just humble, humble. Work this week until we see each other again to humble your flesh, humble your mind. Do not convince yourself that being a victim is okay. 
anytime that you're complaining, anytime that you're thinking negatively, anytime that you're blaming someone else for your reactions, anytime that you're not wanting to follow through with what God has told you to do, anytime that your flesh, because the minute you start making these, um, you make a goal to help your to help humble yourself expect your flesh to come back at you like 10 times 20 times harder telling you a b c d e f g of why it doesn't need to be tamed and why you need to keep giving into its desires and gratifications um no you continuously fight it with scripture confide it with thinking of christ and going back to christ and understanding what he would want for you and just thinking about it in his perspective okay if i were to break this thought down what would he say about it how would he view it and then and if you're confused of how you think about the way god would think about it it has to be rooted in love if it's not rooted in love and rooted in sacrifice and commitment and if it doesn't correlate with the bible then therefore that's not what god would want um and that takes time again you won't learn this in a week you won't even learn this in a month you're going to consistently have to work at it but you can't give up you can't sit here and just be so weak to the mind weak to the flesh and just be like oh no i just would rather do this because if you're here listening to this if you're like me like you're done with that you're done with the chaotic of your thoughts you're done giving into this it is never it's only temporary and woo woo and then then you're feeling the same old feelings that's torturing you no rebuke the flesh rebuke the flesh rebuke the flesh in the name of jesus christ and i promise you there will be power done in that moment there will be there will be something coming out of it if you just keep fighting the good fight keep going in prayer whether that's just having to say that our fathers are just having to say a hell mary or whether that's having to just talk like as if how i'm talking to you but talking to god i would encourage saying your prayers out loud don't say them in your thoughts speak them out don't speak according to how you feel but speak out goodness blessings just speak what your mind is telling you sounds ridiculous speak it out speak i believe in jesus christ i believe in that he will come in and he will hold all my thoughts captive i believe that i will be humbled in the name of jesus christ i know that the holy spirit is in here right now i know he's he's in me and i ask him to come in and i rebuke the flesh in the name of jesus I will have a good day today because God is on my side. He that is what because He planned my day and because He planned my day, therefore it shall be prosperous. And anytime the enemy tries to tempt me, I will rebuke him in the name of Jesus. He has no power over me. He is at my foot. I will stomp him in the name of Jesus. You have to have these. Even if you did not feel that once because your thoughts are telling you different, I don't care. Speak it out anyways. But for the conclusion is I am going to leave you with a question, a little assignment, and a prayer. If you don't know, if you didn't watch the intro, we always end it with a question that correlates with the video and then assignment, quote unquote, like a goal or just something to keep you um, thinking about this topic and actually work instant, not just because, again, we have faith and works, they go together. There's no um, faith without works. Or works are dead without faith, or faith or or works or faith is dead without works. I think it corresponds. I think it's like vice versa, honestly, because they correspond perfectly together. But we have the faith. If you have the faith to believe this is true, that's amazing. Now you have to do the work to make sure you're being a doer of the word. So that's the assignment part. The assignment is the work part. The faith is 
up to you and the question is the reflection of just thinking deeper about it so the question is is how has your faith taken over your mind lately um if please answer that question either on if you're listening to this on my youtube pod my the youtube audio of this on my um youtube <laughs> comment on there or comment on my instagram the christ mind podcast or on my facebook the christ mind podcast oh yeah i think that's all three the youtube channel the instagram or the facebook answer that question um and then i will be answering it as well to you guys and talking to you more to you guys but in the comment section because i want to see if y'all are actually going to do it um and i want to share you know this with you as well again we're doing this together so of course i would answer the question to you as well anyways if you care and then the assignment is make one goal how to resist one fleshly desire for one week whether big or small start somewhere again make one goal on how to resist one fleshly desire for one week example let's say every time you wake up you go straight to your phone and you check all your social media instead be like you know what or let's say nighttime you go and you go straight to bed you go in your phone instead of doing your prayers or maybe maybe your hygiene stuff maybe you don't brush your teeth or maybe you don't um you know check your or just stretch or just do something that will because you don't need to be on your phone right away right or not even on your phone at nighttime so just things that will keep you away from the things that usually just like oh i I got myself confused okay again the example i was going with before i started going to whatever i was talking about so let's say you get on your phone every time you wake up what you decide to do instead of getting on my phone i'm going to go straight to prayer or i'm going to go straight to the word for about five minutes or i'm gonna um actually just do my get ready and then read the word just something that will help you not get on your phone or or you could be big like okay i usually i've been wanting to work out and usually i'm not working out i said i'm taking a nap or i'm on my phone or i'm just doing anything but that so let me make one day out of my week 30 minutes where i am devoted to that and it's just simple things like that are you going to take the effort to truly really resist your flesh whether that's again resisting your phone resisting porn or resisting weed or resisting um negative thoughts or resist resisting judgment or um bringing love into your life rather than bringing that resentment you've been having or like what is it or rather than giving in if you've been you know you're single you've been kind of actively texting other people a lot and it's not doing well for your soul because that's not what your spirit wants for you okay let's backtrack let's let's learn to be by ourselves let's learn to really get into our minds and be held ourselves accountable why why do we need to text these people what is god really wanting for me right now or if you're in a relationship what are ways that i can be better to my partner and better to the people around me if you have children how can i treat my children better how can i how can i be a better spouse a better partner a better daughter a better a better father a better mother whatever that may be what ways that you usually give into flesh 
how can you resist it and do better and give into the spirit um again that's big or small i gave you a lot of great ideas if you ask me besides the first one i don't even know where i was going with that but anyway there you go i hope i hope i hope that this again helped you in any way possible and so i'm just going to end it in prayer so i don't take up more of your time and just again thank you thank you thank you to the bottom of my heart for listening to this and i truly am just grateful just that you just clicked it just thank you thank you thank you let's pray in the name of the father son and the holy spirit hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee Blessed are thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for our sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Thank you, Holy Father, for this moment, for this time, and for the wisdom and knowledge that you have bestowed on me in this moment to give to your wonderful, glorious people. I pray that this may truly stir up a reaction in their faith, in their in their depression in their growth, in their life, that it just activates something that is willing to have them change in the sense of what's been coming in between you and their relation you and them in the relationship with you, Father, and following through with their will and your will, sorry. I just I pray that anything that is keeping them from their holy path father if it's spiritual i rebuke it in the name of jesus christ it shall flee in the authority of jesus christ in the name of jesus because that's just how good you are we just have to say your name rebuke in the spirits they flee because they are nothing but those weak spirits until we give them access to become stronger but until then they're just weak and they're weak now and i rebuke them in the name of jesus and it is a stronghold that that the enemy has had over their thoughts over their over their actions father i pray that they have that they grow the accountability that they grow the heart that they grow the faith and believe in the repentance to confess and to get back into your lovely lovely wings and your arms and to have them just console you and have them hold let them hold sorry have them let you hold them because that's what you truly want because you're a glorious father Humble our spirits, humble our flesh, and I thank you, Father, for all you do and all you give and all you continuously bring into our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you so much, guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, and I'll see you on Wednesday. Goodbye!